welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. You're listening to our five-minute pick-me-up, which is a weekly segment where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. Today, we have an incredible podcaster and entrepreneur named Hanneke Watkes-Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. She's a five-time author and global speaker, and she has actually an awesome story to tell us today because you, Hanneke, for the Entrepreneurial You podcast, were able to get people like Richard Branson and Seth Godin on your podcast, I would say relatively early on when other people might say, uh, I don't know, maybe you were unproven. So today, Henneke is going to talk about crafting the story and taking the chance, and we're going to find out the exact tactics that she used to get such big names on her show. Henneke, thank you so much for joining our show. Thank you, Vadim. Um, It's such a pleasure to be here, and thank you to your audience for listening. Awesome. So tell us, I mean, Richard Branson, a billionaire, such a personality. I would love to have him on the show as well. How are you able to get him on your podcast? (laughs) All right. Great question. So I was a member of the Branson Center of Entrepreneurship Caribbean, where, um, you know, it's just like a a hub for entrepreneurs, for mentorship and um, marketing efforts and so on, all that kind of uh, support for entrepreneurs. So the center initially was located in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And when they were relocating to Kingston in 2017, they were doing a launch. So when I learned of this, I actually reached out to the CEO, the then CEO of the of the Branson Center and say, I would love to interview Richard. I know he's coming for this launch and I'd love to, to have a sit down with him to be part of a special edition episode that I was uh, creating for Global Entrepreneurship Week. So it was simply that. I, I simply say, you know, make that ask. And then in making that ask, uh, the PR company made it happen. I was about one of three or four other uh, media entities that were there to um, to conduct an interview with him. And an interesting thing happened, you know, that when the first thing that Richard said when he came into the room was that, I love you here. And as <laughs> quickly as the interview ended, he actually like jumped off the stool, like couldn't wait for it to be over. And he kind of took my hair, put it over his head because I, I wear braids a lot and put it over his head as though he was wearing locks. And that was like a, a yeah, like a photo moment, you know, a Kodak moment, um, if ever there was one. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure not everybody could pull that off. But of course, uh, if anybody could, Richard could. Absolutely. That sounds cool. But I also know, well, first of all, I'm really impressed that you took the initiative to reach out to that CEO and even have the ask. What gave you the confidence to do that? Well, let me tell you something. I'm somebody who strongly believes in do it afraid. I strongly believe in that. Not that I don't have nerves, not that I don't ever get feel fair, not that I don't ever feel like, oh my gosh, kind of a moment. But in spite of what I feel, I press along anyway because I know, uh, I look at the end, you know, I begin with the end in mind, what it is I want to accomplish. I want to accomplish the fact that my podcast is able to bring on the biggest of names on the show. It doesn't matter who, you know, the person is because I strongly believe that what I'm creating is of such value that it doesn't matter who it is that they are interested in being a part of that value that I'm creating. And I remember, um, and I, so what gave me the confidence? I think one of the things I can I can attribute it to is to look back. You know, you 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 connect those dots as Steve Jobs says, looking back. And in in connecting the dots, I remember um, once uh, Johnny Dumas said to me because I had 
been introduced to his podcast many um many months before I actually started. I started listening, started Love Entrepreneurs on Fire. And so I actively engage with, you know, as a as a community member of John, John Lee Dumas. And engaging with him, he actually did my audio bumper for the for the Entrepreneurial You podcast. He was the one who created that audio bumper for me. But not only that, he was my very first guest. And being my very first guest on the show with him being such a uh, a notable figure in the um in the podcasting arena then that creates um leverage for me to now reach out to just about anybody else and i remember that there was a point when i was actually doing a virtual conference and i reached out to jld to help you know to be one of the speakers actually again having him being the first because with him being the first then it means that i could leverage that to have other people on on the summit as well and i remember him saying to me responding to me that say you know um that He's not a fan of virtual summits, but he loves what I'm creating. He loves what I'm doing and he wants to be a part of it. And that for me meant so much. So it was all of that that I was now able to leverage to go to a Seth Godin, to go to an Amy Porterfield or a Chris Duck or whoever it used to say, hey, uh, this is what I'm doing. I have all these people on my show because they find value in it. And I'd love for you to come on and share with my community all that you're doing because not everyone may be aware of you, but uh, my community would love to um to learn from you so um i'm inviting you on and and sometimes i get no sometimes i don't always get a yes but the yes that i get at times um you know for me it's just so meaningful and i don't take the no's to be personal it's just that there may not be alignment as it is um based on the perception from the other party and that's fine this is why I love talking to entrepreneurs and more specifically entrepreneurs that are resourceful. Like clearly you are because the things that you talk about are the exact advice that I give not only to myself, but to the people that I mentor and advise. The thing is, there's plenty of opportunity and reasons for you to doubt yourself. That's fine. Everybody gets into that mind frame sometimes, even the most successful people. But remember that you always have some kind of value to offer. You can, if you knock on enough doors, get somebody else to respond. And in this case, you were able to level up every step of the way. You started with what you had, which is a relationship with JLD through uh, the network that you joined. And then you went for the ask, right? I'm sure maybe part of you thought that maybe he'd say no, but also because you knew that he's a nice guy, there's a decent chance that he would say yes. And that is the relationship you already had that you could activate right away. No reason for you to go really anywhere else. You could start with what already works. Absolutely. And, you know, I love to say that every no statistically gets you closer to a yes. That's exactly absolutely true as well. That's the mindset that any salesperson should have in mind as well, because you will face a lot of rejections. But and if you take them too close to heart, it's going to be difficult to continue to move forward. But if you remember that by getting a no, you don't have to worry about that person anymore. And you can either go to somebody else or just follow up with that person a little bit later on to see if that no can turn into a yes or give them another reason to give you a yes. It's just a new opportunity to convert it to an action.
Yeah. And Vadim, I also like to say that we live in the best of times right now. So um, how do I even find some of these um, email addresses uh, in the first place to begin with? Right. Everything that you want is actually on the Internet. I just have to tell people to go to Google University, you know, um, as in there's everything that you can Google and you can come up with a response. And if it doesn't give you the exact response, then you dig a little deeper and you get closer and closer and closer to the response. So even in finding, for example, the, um, the the email addresses for some of these people, I just simply go to to apps such as Hunter.io, and I'm able to to come up with all of these contact information that I previously never had. And once I have that, so now you have this gold mine. There's a gold mine out there, and you're mining it. Um, once you you mine the data that you want, how are you going to use it? So you craft a message, a message that doesn't sound selfish, a message that is going to be a win-win for both parties and all concerned. And with that, um, you become a winner. That's exactly right. I mean, two very simple uh, tactics and takeaways from this episode is you do have to take that chance. But when you are taking the chance, make sure what you already assets that you already have that you're using that you can leverage to your advantage. And also when you take that chance, make sure you do it in an intelligent way. So in this case, every step of the way, you were leveling up, you were getting more and more social proof so that when you did reach out to the likes of Seth Godin, you could craft a story that could speak to that social proof and increase the chances of a positive response. That sounds amazing. I'm, I'm really glad that you did that because this is yet another example for our listeners for how somebody isn't waiting for opportunities to come their way, but taking matters into their own hands and doing it in an intelligent way that actually makes things happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. As entrepreneurs, we don't wait for things to happen. We make things happen. Awesome. Hanukkah Watkins Porter, thank you so much for coming to the show. What is the best way for our audience to find you? Thank you so much, Vadim. It's been a pleasure of mine as well to be here. I love what you're doing. Awesome sauce. You and your brother, you both <laughs> rock. Uh, the best way to find me, of course, is uh, well, my website, HanukkahWatkinsPorter.com. And I have a WhatsApp button right there. So persons can actually send me a WhatsApp that comes directly to my phone. Or I am on social media, Hanukkah Watkins Porter. My predominant ones are LinkedIn and Twitter. Facebook uh, at times, as well as Instagram. And of course, my podcast is The Entrepreneurial You. Wherever podcasts are found, I'm there. Be sure to look up Hanukkah. She's doing awesome stuff and you can learn a lot from her. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully this gave you some motivation for the week to come. As always, if you listen to this episode and you found value, please do go into your podcast listening app, Click on share, send it to just one friend that you think might get motivated by Hanukkah's story this week as well. They would appreciate and will appreciate it for sharing the word about the mentors. Hanukkah, thank you so much. Everybody, hope you have a wonderful week ahead. All right. All right, awesome. That was great. Good job. Thank you.